Welcome to the program. As President Obama prepares to meet with President Xi Jinping of China, we take a look at U.S.-China relations with Richard McGregor of the Financial Times, James Fallows of the Atlantic Magazine, and Noah Feldman of Harvard Law School. You know, the U.S. and China have an, an immense, a much broader, I think, relationship than people realize. Multiple bilateral dialogues, multiple top-level meetings, but none of them go out much further than, uh, you know, six months to a year. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great strategic relationship with, with great distrust underlying it. And I think this is a risky but necessary meeting, uh, risky for both Xi Jinping and also uh, Mr. Obama, to try and get some sort of at least bedrock level of understanding uh, into the bilateral dialogue. I think it is important that they meet just for the fact of establishing uh, communications and because, as, as Richard was saying, we all know the problems President Obama has trying to increase his leeway uh, domestically and internationally. The problems that Xi Jinping faces are larger than that and they include some acute ones too in dealing with North Korea, dealing with Japan in the, uh, the East China Sea. And I think that the one thing that's closest to a critical issue between the U.S. and China right now is the whole cyber question, where I think the Chinese are beginning to realize that they run the risk of alienating the part of the American structure that's been most supportive of them over the past decade, which essentially the tech establishment, the intellectual establishment. If you have Google thinking that China is an actual enemy of intellectual freedom and of intellectual property, that is a problem for China and for the world. So I think it's, it's an important meeting, uh, even though nothing much is going to be different after it happens. China isn't yet in a position where it can assert that it is alongside the United States as the other major global superpower, and it doesn't want to provoke us by going there. On the other hand, there's a president whose slogan is Chinese dream. Um, there's growing nationalism in the country, which the leadership is in part responsible for creating. There is a sense that as China's economy moves relatively quickly towards being the world's largest, measured by GDP, of course not by per capita income, but by GDP, that that means that China should not be pushed around and most importantly should not be contained. We conclude this evening with author Mackenzie Bezos. Her new book is called Traps. You believe you are hardwired to be a writer? I do. I do. What does that mean? You know, I think, I think it's true of everybody that there are um, things that we enjoy, preferences. A lot of time alone uh, was one of mine. I tend to look at things, as, I tend to be interested in, in complex problems more than simple ones. I like to work on long projects. I like to endlessly analyze conversations and think about words and tinker with words. All of those things could be a hindrance in some professions, but they lead me perfectly to writing novels. Yeah. And I think everybody's like that. You, I think you, you get led.